Hello, welcome to today's Unpacked Short. I'm Charlie Pickles, I'm Managing Editor here at Unheard, and I'm joined by our Unpacked Guru, Peter Franklin. Hello. Hello, Peter. Uh, Today we are talking actually about a subject we quite frequently talk about, which is China, but this Mm. is from a slightly different perspective, because we're talking about China, but not within China. So, Peter, the piece that we're unpacking, uh, or rather you're unpacked, is called Could the Chinese Communist Party Win Votes in the West? Which sounds very intriguing. What do you mean by that? Okay, well, um, the starting point is a piece by uh, Bethany Allen Ebrahimian in Foreign Policy, in which she talks about something that came as a big surprise to me, which is that the Chinese Communist Party is opening branches in the West. Now, this is among expatriate Chinese people, especially students, of which there are increasing numbers in Western universities. Um, And the purpose of of doing this is to keep tabs on their students, making sure they're not absorbing you know, heterodox ideas from these dangerous Westerners that they're spending time with. Um, so it's a, it's an instrument of, of control. And as we know, um, China's president, Xi Jinping, is, you know, he likes nothing more than getting a grip. And this is one way in which he's doing it. And this all sounds, I mean, there's a, there's a great uh, line that you quote from the piece uh, where it says that... Um, to extend direct party control globally and to insulate students and scholars abroad from the influence of harmful ideology, sometimes by asking members to report on each other's behaviours and beliefs. This sounds awfully 1984. Well, it sounds awfully like what <laughs> communist, communist parties <laughs> do in communist countries. You know, the party is there to control especially the the kind of intelligentsia, those that might actually be invited to become full members of the party, yes. Um, And those who will do once they get older, i.e. students. Um, And, but what I thought is, you know, know, as reprehensible as this is, I suggested, well, you know, we do allow parties from other countries to Organize, you know, other countries are allowed to do their politics on our soil. Um, for instance, you know, uh, in in elections, um, we allow expats to vote at consulates and things like that. Um, we even have had cases of um, uh, referenda. Um, uh, the recent referendum in Turkey, for instance, there was campaigning by Turkish politicians amongst Tur- Turkish. Um, the Turkish diaspora in countries like Germany, and they voted in those countries as well. Okay. Um, so, you know, can we say to the Chinese, sorry, your party is not allowed to organise here? Which is all, I mean, it's, I was going to say it's all fine, it's not really fine. It's but, not, you know, kind no. of, it's, it's, it's what it is if it's targeted at Chinese nationals living abroad. Yes. But, what about if actually these cells try to start influencing thinking and ideology and you know actions and behaviour um, 
not of Chinese nationals focused on when mm. they return to China, but actually generally of the populations in the country. And, you know, this is not unheard of where actually you would try and influence election outcomes by, you know, kind of trying to sway uh, people. This, that to me sounds kind of a, a step too far. Well, actually, what I say is bring it on. I say, you know, I, I challenge the Chinese Communist Party, as you're organising branches in the West, um, why don't you stand in our elections, right? Why don't you try and get Western votes? You've got a fairly interesting, distinct policy platform. If you think it's so great, then, um, and, and the West is, 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 doesn't offer anything similar, well, why don't you offer it to our, our people? You, you offer your exports. Why don't you try and export your ideology, but have it tested within our democratic system? And could they stand? I mean, could someone uh, sent over here from the Communist Party stand in our election? Well, um, there are cases of transnational cross-border parties. Um, Sinn Féin um, organised both sides of the border in on the islands of Ireland. Um, That's quite a specific context, though. It is. There was another. Um, there was another case of supporters of the Greek. Um, uh, leader um, Cyprus um, uh, in Italy um, organised a, a list at the last set of European elections. They won over a million votes and got three MEPs elected on this sort of list for Cyprus. Um, so yes, um, you know, transnationalism in, in party politics is beginning to be a thing, um, and why not get the great export, the greatest exporting power in the world um, to see whether they can actually compete in politics as well as in um, economics? When you give a description um, of what their manifesto platform uh, might look like mm. uh, in the unpacked, and when you read it like that, it doesn't necessarily sound too unattractive. Well, yes, I mean, uh, they could offer a um, uh, drawing upon their home experience, um, an incredibly um, ambitious industrial policy. Uh, they could offer resolute non-interference in um, non-intervention in, in foreign wars. I think people would like that as well. But Obviously, combined with a quite nationalistic kind of uh, worldview? Indeed, yes. Um, they could offer sort of draconian law and order policies, but a, a kind of very egalitarian sort of ethic in terms of class. Um, I think a lot of people would like that as well. Um, and also um, some <laughs> decent rates of economic growth, which I'm sure we'd like here too. But obviously, there is the appalling human rights record of the Chinese communists regime uh, and I'd love to see them have to defend that well, in, 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 a, in a sort of democratic process where you can criticise people without being thrown into prison. Plus perhaps at a slightly lower level but, but no, no less important a complete lack of any form of free speech or freedom in general Indeed. which we hope would balance out the attractiveness of economic growth. Yeah, but if they're that confident in their idea, if they're that confident in their ideology, then why not put it to the test, the ultimate test, which is democracy? Who knows? They they might even get a taste for it and try it out back home. 
Well, there we go. Peter Franklin, Challenge to China. It would be interesting, certainly. Thank you so much, Peter. Thank you, James, for producing this podcast. Thank you all for listening to this Unpacked Short. Um, Do subscribe if you haven't already. Do also rate us if you're enjoying it. Um, And please do listen out for the next one. Thank you.